What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. If today's your first time listening, I want to say welcome. We are a sports talk, sports breakdown, and sports debate podcast, best in Pennsylvania. Now, today's episode is for my UFC fans, all my people that like fights. UFC 286 just happened, and it was a lackluster card. Honestly, it wasn't really that great. The The undercard was good. The prelims had some fireworks, a lot of knockouts, a lot of finishes. But as I said in the previous podcast, <coughs> I thought the main card was going to be kind of dull until the last two fights, and I was right. I was right. Um, but one thing I wasn't right about this fight card was making my picks. This was the... Second card in a row, I was I was bad, which is hasn't happened yet. But hey, you know it does happen. But we went seven six and one on the money line, and ten and three and one on the finishes. But three of the guys that I got right on the finish style of how I said the fight was going to end uh, was on the losing side. But I did bet them. If you guys followed me and who I pick, I did pick them for the fight to end that way, not the fighter. Um, in that particular bet. So you got to pay attention to that. So on the year now, we're 82-23-2 on the money line. That's 76%. That's still really fucking good. And uh, the fight ending style, we're 73-33-1. Because for some reason, I didn't pick that fight. So we're 68% on the finish style. Now, we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about about this fight card. Because uh, there's a lot of question marks that happen now after the results of this fight. I think a lot more than uh, would have happened if Kamara Usman would have won the fight. For example, guys, I went into I went into this and I thought, you know, Kamara Usman's going to win the fight. He's the better fighter. And then I kept seeing these these things and telling me, man, you know what? He's not going to win. I texted Paul, my buddy who does the co-host with me here. You guys, you know, you guys know Paul. And I, I saw a stat. It was any fighter that was over the age of 35 years old in a title fight from welterweight division down was 2-31. Shout out Tyron Woodley. Kamaru Houston's 35 years old. He had the other stats going against him about 3-11 against immediate rematches. Only three guys getting knocked out. Beat that guy that knocked him out for the title back. So all these numbers were going against Kamar Usman. So luckily, I even told you guys, hey, I'm not really looking forward to betting this fight. This is who I'm picking. I picked Usman on it. As we went forward, I was like, you know what? I think Leon Edwards is really going to win this fight. So going into fight day, I made a parlay. And I took a parlay that was Leon Edwards, Justin Gaethje, who on my thing, I also picked against him, but I told y'all on the podcast, I'm not betting that because you don't bet against Justin Gaethje, but on fight night when I made my parlay, I went against it, and I picked them two, I picked Jack Shore, Mohamed Mokayev, and Leron Murphy, gave you guys all of them, three of those, and I had them, and I won, you know, but that doesn't mean I thought they actually won the fight, let's be honest with you guys, I was watching this this fight, and I tried to do the best I could not to look at the stats and what strikes were actually landed for the fight. Because if you do that when you're watching a fight, it sways you one way or another on who you actually thinks winning the fight. 
So I didn't watch for the strikes for either. We're only going to talk about the Gaethje fight and the Leon Edwards Kamar Usman fight. So we'll we'll talk about the Usman fight first. I thought it was a phenomenal fight. I really thought this fight was going to come out. And I thought it was going to be a boring snooze fest. I thought Kamar Usman was going to control him. He was going to get him down and control him, or or it was just going to be a closer fight where they didn't strike a lot. I was wrong. First off, Kamar Usman did try to take him down. He went 6 for 15 on takedowns with 5 minutes of control time. That's about a third of what I thought would happen. But Leon Edwards, every time he got him down, he got up. It was crazy. Like Every single time Leon Edwards went down, he was like a spider monkey. He got right the bat, fuck back up, which is awesome. And I give him props for that. But Leon Edwards showed out on this fight. Now, I'm just watching the fight. In my honest judgment, before I saw the strikes, I knew Leon was landing a lot of brutal leg kicks. But a lot of the kicks that he was hitting with were little tap-tap touches. But he was getting a lot of, like, them brutal rib kicks, and that one quad kick he had was brutal. I don't know how Kamaru Usman is walking. He's probably not walking right now, but brutal. So after I, after I saw the fight and I saw the stats, I, I, I'm not going to call this a robbery because I don't think it was a robbery at all. I think it could have went either way. This is one of those fights that makes you remind yourself that there are different ways to to judge a fight. You know, you could judge the fight by damage taken, by, you know, the variety of strikes that an opponent does, whether one is pushing forward, backing up, whether someone's t- taking them down, whether they're getting back up, whatever. There's so many different ways to judge a UFC fight that we don't really understand how it's judged. And that, that's what happened with both of these two main events. I personally had it. 48-46, Kamara Usman. I thought Kamara Usman won the fight. When they announced, and still, I wasn't shocked. I really, I really thought he did a phenomenal job, Leon Edwards, to win the fight. And, you know, I, I didn't think he did enough to win the fight. But then again, I reminded myself that in order for somebody to beat the champion, you got to really dominate them in the championship rounds. So when I was watching this fight, my mindset was still telling me Kamaru Usman was the champion, even though he wasn't. And he didn't dominate the championship rounds. I think he won round four, 10 to nine, but he possibly lost the fifth round, 10-8, maybe 10-9. You know, that, that was, he didn't do enough in that final round to take that belt away. And being in Leon Edwards' hometown, like Colby Covington said, he got some hometown cooking with that scorecard. So even with a point deduction, Leon Edwards won the fight. Now, I personally had it going round one, Leon. Round two, Kamaru Usman. Round three, it was 10-8, Kamaru Usman. Round four, that was the, the the fight that a lot of people did not agree on. The way that the fight went, I thought Kamar Usman round one, round four, and then Leon Edwards round one, round five. But all the judges had round round four going to Leon, and that was because his output on how he was actually landing was better. He landed 123 out of 164 strikes. That's like 80%. That's phenomenal. But when you were actually watching the fight, you couldn't really tell he was landing that much because of how he was striking, of how he was hitting. 
Like I said, he was doing a lot of leg taps. He was doing a lot of these nights. 50 of 53 leg kicks for him. Now, if you're a guy that just won off a leg kick, you throw leg kicks, and it was a perfect game plan from Leon Edwards. Even Kamaru Usman himself came out and said he executed his game plan. It was a great game plan. He's a great fighter. It is what it is. He beat me tonight. And it's true. It's, it, that's how he won. He outstruck him. 123 to 113 uh, overall strikes. Kamaru was 113 of 232. So when you're watching it, not watching how they're actually striking, Kamaru Usman threw almost 100 more strikes in him, which were mostly with his fist. So it kind of looked like he was throwing a lot more. And you couldn't really tell that Leon was blocking a lot of them. So the way I was watching, I thought his output was Way more significant. He was pushing more significant. That's why I thought he won the fight. But with the 50 out of 53 leg kicks, I mean, that, that, that shit's unbelievable. And he also outstruck him 120 to 87 significant strikes. So Leon Edwards, still the champion. 43% of people on UFCscorecard.com took Kamara Usman. So at least I'm not the only one that thinks Usman won the fight. Almost half of the people did. But I have no problem with that fight. I think Leon Edwards has well-deserved it, and we got a lot for him. Now, he has a lot of question marks coming up on who can fight next. Obviously, Dana White and all the fanboys want Colby fucking Covington. Do I want Colby Covington? I really don't. I'm not going to sit here and say Colby Covington isn't probably the best fighter in that division besides those two because he probably is. But we all know with, with MMA and UFC, anybody can really win on any given night. We've seen that now with Leon Edwards, the first fight. We've seen that with how Chris Weidman beat Anderson Silva. You never fucking know. You got a guy below Muhammad who nobody really likes. He's boring, but he's active. He beat two top ten fighters in the last year. And Colby Covington hasn't had a fight since he beat a washed-up Jorge Masvidal. And the fight before that, he lost in the championship. Even Leon Edwards himself says, why does this guy deserve it? And people are going to clown him and say he's scared. He ain't scared of Colby, trust me. He's not scared of him. I think Colby possesses a lot of weapons. He's very good. A lot of people are going to say Colby is going to whoop his ass. Doesn't make sense to me because he just beat Kamar Usman twice and Kamar Usman whooped his ass twice. So... If Leon Edwards is fighting Colby and he's an underdog, I will gladly take that fight again. I don't guarantee he's going to win against Colby again. But, hey, that's probably going to be the fight that happens. Now, what do I think fight should happen? Well, honestly, it probably should be Colby fucking Covington. Because as much as I say he hasn't been active, he still is, to the eyes, the best fighter in that division that's worthy of the title shot. And he sells tickets. That's who it's going to be. But we got another question mark here. Could it be Islam Makachev? He called him out and said he wants to fight him. UFC 294 in Abu Dhabi. Could he do that? I'm going to say no because I don't think Dana White is going to skip over his fanboy, the guy that he loves to eat his ass, Colby Covington. He's going to get a title shot. So it's going to be Colby Covington. That leads us to Kamaru Usman. Who does Kamaru Usman fight? I want to see him fight Rachmanov. But I think he's going to fight the winner of Bilal Muhammad and Rachmanov because Dana White said that's right now it's in the works for it to happen. 
that fight can likely happen before Usman's ready to get back into the ring, and then they can fight the winner. So I think Usman's going to fight the winner of Bilal and Rachmanov, and I think that'll be Rachmanov. Um, so I think Bilal Muhammad has rifle to be angry because he's never going to get a title shot. But I think uh, Usman versus Rachmanov is the fight to make. Well, if he wins, of course, because uh, that guy's on, on, on a trajectory up course to get a title shot, so he's going to have to get one going forward. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but even then, it, it's either going to be Usman versus Rachmanov or Usman versus Bilal. Whoever wins that matchup is going to get Usman, and then probably the winner of that fight will get the next title shot after Colby. So we'll see what happens. As for the Justin Gaethje fights that fight, phenomenal fight. It started off a little slow, and then fireworks got lit off. These guys beat the shit out of each other. And one thing that really stuck out for me about this fight was this. Justin Gaethje did not land any power right hooks, any power kicks, or any power uppercuts. He hit that jab on Fizev's face repeatedly and busted him the fuck open. This man has the best stand-up in the division. He has the best jab probably in the UFC. And this dude is a definition of a warrior. I really thought he was going to get knocked out after round one when Fizev was hitting him with the head kick, when he hit him with them hooks. He was hitting him hard. And Justin Gaethje said, keep on fucking coming. And he kept going. Judges had it. Justin Gaethje won by uh, split decision. I was on the other end. I had Fizev winning the fight. I had first two rounds going Fizev. I thought round one was clear, 100% Fizev. I thought round four, round three was clear, Gaethje. Round two, that's where people argued. That was about a 50-50 split on who they thought won. I had Fizev winning because I thought he controlled the majority of that fight, of that round. But Gaethje closed the fight out in that round. Gaethje gained steam. He landed more power strikes at one. And I think that's why people had Gaethje. Plus, let's remember, guys, fan favorite Justin Gaethje, most likely going to get the judges on his side. Could have He could have won the round, which obviously they, they had him winning the round. I just didn't think he won the round. I thought he lost the fight 29-28. And 51% of people on UFCscorecard.com also thought Fizev won 29-28. But that's not a robbery at all either because we look at the numbers. Gaethje outstruck him 106 to 97. And out of those strikes, 103 and 97 were significant strikes. So every single strike that these guys threw was a significant strike. And the thing is, it might have been a loss for Fizev, but at the end of the day, he was still going to have to fight another, another, another fight to get a title shot anyway, maybe two. So in the long scheme of things, I don't really think it hurts Fizev. I just think it proves that this guy can take a shot and he can throw a shot, just like Justin Gaethje. I think he's going to need to work on a lot of his ground game, maybe take him down a little bit more, throw some more kicks to avoid some of the stuff that Gaethje did to him. But I think it was a good showing for both guys. I think Justin Gaethje proved that he's not done yet, and he even said he's on his final, final title run. As for Justin Gaethje... Gagey just proved a ton of people wrong, myself included. He's on his last title run. He's not going to be around much longer. 
So there's one specific fight that he needs to get that the fans need to see that, that we all want, that he deserves. Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, two. He lost to him in the beginning of his UFC career. It should be a runback fight. Dustin Poirier has come out just like Dustin Gaethje and said he wants to be a part of entertaining fights. What's more entertaining than these guys? You got two fan favorites, two guys that love to throw, two guys that can throw multiple different things. It's a fight to make. I don't need to talk about that much more, but Gaethje, Poirier. And as for Fizev, difficult loss. So why not match him up with another guy that's coming off a difficult loss that people like too? Jalen Turner. Both those guys remain to be the next generation of this sport. But they're going to need to work their way back up to true contendership. The winner of this fight gets back on track. And the loser kind of has to decide what to do with their career. I think it's a good fight to make. I also want to talk about the Dolize Vittori fight real quick. Because I thought Dolize won 29-28 as well. 58% of people thought that too. But they gave it to Vittori. Now I thought Vittori didn't really do much. But Dolize didn't really either. But the, the way that Dolize was having the ability to strike and land. And being a one-dimensional fighter like he was and land like that. I thought he deserved a fight. But whatever. As for that fight, I think Roman Delize should fight Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen's a upsteam fighter. Roman Delize was. So I think uh it makes it makes sense because Delize didn't take a lot of damage. He can come back real quick. Him and Brandon Allen can bang it out, can go smash each other's faces in. And I think the winner of that fight, much like the Fizev Turner fight, gets to move back into the momentum of uh the wins. Brendan Allen with that fight will be another top 10 opponent that he beats. I think that's a good one to make. Marvin Vittori, he's a very questionable guy who to make. Should he get another title shot if Alex wins? Maybe. There's always Robert Whitaker there. But Robert Whitaker beat Marvin. Marvin already lost twice to Izzy. Can't fight him. Hamzat Shemaev. Well, that's the fight we're waiting for. In the division, Whitaker remains unbooked. We're just weeks out of Pereira Adesanya. At this point, Whitaker is probably going to get the winner of this fight. At least Shemaev. Dana White has come out and said he's going to fight top three guy, Vittori. So I want to see Marvin Vittori versus Hamzat Shemaev. I think it's a phenomenal test for both guys. We'll finally get to see... You know, Hamzat against a guy that can wrestle like him that's as big as him. And we get to see what he's made of, for real, again. And Marvin Vittori, we already know. But can he do it against Hamzat? We'll see. Gunnar Nelson. It's crazy to think that Gunnar Nelson might have another title run in him. But with a two-fight run and losses only to Edwards and Burns in his last five years, here we are with him. Him versus Neil Magny seems obvious because Neil Magny is a guy that has fallen off, kind of coming out of the top 10, but a tough opponent for anybody. So if Gunnar Nelson really wants to get back into the top 10 and get a real fight, kind of reminds me of this type of fight that he needs to do. He's turned into Neil Magny, so fight Neil Magny. I think that's the fight to make. 
We have a lot of other fight guards on here that I want to shout out. Uh, Mohamed Wakayev. This guy got put into a full knee bar. His knee got hyperextended. He probably blew out every ligament in his knee. Did not tap. Came back the next round, won by submission. That kid is a warrior. I told you guys he was going to be a problem going forward. Hopefully his damage isn't too bad, so he's back relatively soon. Probably a year, give or take. Hell of a word. Look out for him. All of the other fighters on the card, we'll see. We'll probably talk about them next fight after they do it because uh, they're really not that important yet. But uh, hope you guys want some money. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And I uh, hope you guys agree with who I think is going to fight. And make sure you follow us on social media, on Instagram, at The Stoop Life. Check us out. Follow you guys back. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everybody.